0: Hey, are you ready for vacation yet?
1: Yep, all set.
0: Really? That's what you're bringing?
1: Yeah,
2: yeah, it's the essentials. tonight Live is brought to you in part by Espinosa Premium Cigars. Amp up your daily smoke with Espinosa Premium Cigar's signature Nicaraguan character. Whether you're a Maduro maniac, a Habano junkie, or simply looking to dial your flavor intensity to 11, smoke Espinosa every day. here we are ladies and gentlemen this is episode 415 of smoke night live jordan yes it's night three
3: of our epic we three night really live dreaming a lot yeah, <laughs> yeah. say and you sound like you've been streaming for three days I, yeah, here. I, I was like there's some gravel in your voice I, yeah there's a little gravel i i gotta say i gotta say it's been an exhausting
2: couple of weeks and um but hey Yesterday was an amazing day. Was Leap Day, of course, Urodashi Day, and we sold through the entire allotment in two hours. Jordan, that was look how sexy that was. A bit of a a surprise. I I, I expected they would go good. I didn't expect it would go that good. Like it was, it was a little bit shocking.
0: The original by Mm. Double Speed, baby.
2: Double speed, double time. Yeah, that was great. It was an amazing day. We had a great time. We had a fun show last night with with Abe and Alex and Bradley Rubin. Uh, It was a killer show. But we have another killer show tonight lined up for you, the viewing audience. But first, (laughs) let's go to our studio audience. Scotty and Matt, how's it going over there, boys?
3: Oh, it's going wonderful. I'm sorry I missed last night. I was kind of checking in from time to time. I was at my daughter's uh, middle school dance being, you know parent of the year, mm. so couldn't join you, but I'm glad to be uh, here tonight.
2: Not That's not a very good excuse.
3: Uh, trust me, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, tonight on the show, uh, first of all, if you're just tuning in, uh, please share the show to your own timeline, click the little like button, click subscribe. Why say no, Jordan, when it feels so good uh,
0: to say yes, just uh, share, share it click to Click that your... little bell. Yeah. Just it, hear the it. beep.
2: We gotta we gotta spread the dojo love to the world. So please do that. It makes a huge difference. On tonight's show, Jordan, we're going to be answering three important questions. Number one, what is Pro Cigar? Number two, what Why was is the pro cigar? Well, no? no uh, what was the twenty twenty four Pro Cigar like? And our guests are going to help me uh, with that answer. And finally. Is pro cigar something that you might want to do in the future? Um, so we'll answer those questions as we go through the show. It'll be a ton of fun. We'll have a great time. Everybody hanging out on Facebook. I see you guys, Brian, Stephen, Bill, Jeremy, Peter, Steve. And then on YouTube, we've got a whole other crew of folks, Michael and Farron. And, Steve and Josh. So thank you guys all for that's a n- lot of names. I threw some names out there. Those are the first <laughs> names I saw. I threw some. I threw some names out there. Those are all. Those are all uh, great. Great Americans, Jordan. Great patriots. You know what I'm saying? That's right. So let's bring our guests on. We have none other than our good buddy, who has been on this show by far more than anybody else. At least
0: half the episodes.
2: Half of the Smoke Night lives have been. William Cigar Coop Cooper. William, welcome back to Smoke Night Live.
4: Thanks, guys. Uh, long time, long talk. <laughs> I, <can't even> <laughs> I think we did the last show from yeah, – we did that last show uh, where I was accused of basically not know- – oh, no, that was the show after it was Abe's show where I was accused of not knowing how to connect. Yeah, so-
2: and, and that, by the way, Coop, it was one hundred percent my fault probably and you took the heat for that. So um thank you for that. Thank you for <laughs> oh, taking without
4: the- any time, anytime, yeah. That was actually that
2: it truth be told, and I hate excuses. I hate excuses, but truth be told, Coop, we did the show Friday night, me and you, we did Smoke Night Live a week ago tonight, and we were just fine. Ooh. Yep. But on Saturday morning, KMA, we could not get a good internet connection and like, you know, I know this is an excuse, and I know Abe's going to say, like, hey, you know, excuses are for wussies, and that's probably true.
0: Should have got that uh, Starlink. But the truth
2: know? be told, Coop, we could not get a good connection, right? Same,
4: we were at the same spot. Same yeah. spot, same, yeah. We ended up going through my phone, I think, for
2: it. Yeah, it was the yeah. weirdest thing. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. Uh, enough of that. That's too bad for yep. Abe. I apologize yep. uh, for that show. That was a drag. Yep. But we eventually got hooked up and we had a good time also yep. on the show owner of blue smoke dallas and pca board member none other than my good buddy jay davis jay welcome for the very first time to smoke my Live.
1: thank you for the invite glad to be here
2: well hopefully you're going to be more exciting than you just were right then <laughs>
1: Because, <laughs> well, hey, I have a receipt for, for Coop here. we got to get rid of it.
2: <laughs> there you go.
1: Anyone, there you go. I love this guy. I love burning, you, man. Burning receipts, Burn baby. Burning receipts.
2: <laughs> uh, boys, oh, first. I that way
1: he can overcharge you.
2: Uh, right out of the gate. Let's uh, let's go through what we're smoking tonight on the show. What do you got, Jay?
1: I'm smoking Opus X number five. We just got Ooh, Opus in, you and after paying twenty-seven dollars in duty free, I decided maybe I should get one at my store. They're a whole lot cheaper.
2: Smart, good thinking. That is a uh, fantastic cigar, Coop. What are you smoking tonight?
4: Um, this is a cigar we got at Pro Cigar, and it's one that's going to be making a comeback. So I'm going to give it a shot tonight. It's the Davidoff Maduro.
2: <clears throat> oh. Yeah.
4: So I know I know Jordan has some mixed feelings on this one but I'm going to see how it goes. But,
0: but I do like the Davidoff Maduro, so.
4: What But uh, I know it's a polarizing cigar for a lot of people.
0: I don't I've, I mean I have mixed feelings on the Millennium. Is that Oh, um, okay. Maybe I thought it was a Maduro. Oh, okay. Then that's my mistake. I apologize.
4: Is it I, is it I, a similar right. blend? It's a Maduro. <laughs> it's
0: a Maduro? <laughs> yeah, it's Maduro.
4: Right. Right. Uh, I think it's very different. I think it's very different. But it's a darker Davidoff. I and I thought I heard you say you weren't into the darker Davidoffs.
0: Typically, yeah, you're. Right. You're probably yeah. right. You're, I'm not gonna yeah. like it. <laughs> Which is odd. But I'm gonna because, give it a shot. Um,
2: I mean, I love everything from Davidoff, but I do feel like the darker stuff isn't. Is unless unless you go to the, um, you know, the Black Label stuff is just different. But um, Jordan, yeah. what are you smoking tonight?
0: Oh, I am smoking, uh, well, getting down to the nub now, but the, uh, you know, as you do, the uh, 2024 tashi.
2: Nice. I have the Pagoda that I'm smoking, uh, the the Pagoda that we had, uh, Rocky Mountain Scarfest release last August, which is absolutely phenomenal. Scotty, Matt, what do you guys got tonight?
3: Phenomenal. Oh, I'm going with my old standby, mm-hmm. the Undercrown Maduro. Ain't nothing wrong with that. No. Matty? I'm smoking a Sober Mesa. Sober
2: So There we go. All right. So we've gone through that. If you guys are watching on Facebook and YouTube, we'd love to hear what you guys are, are smoking tonight. Uh, before we get into Pro Cigar, I want to ask our two esteemed guests uh, a couple questions, a couple topical questions. Um, Coop, I'll start with you. What did you think of the news today that broke that Caldwell Cigars has been acquired? What did you think of that?
4: I was thrilled. I, I was thrilled. I, I honestly, I think it was the best move for Robert Caldwell, and the the move was really. I think how they described it was perfect. That Robert is a creative person, and I think if he could focus on the creative angles of things, I know he's really good at what he does. You know, from a media standpoint, he was terrible to deal with. I I, I can't I can't put it any other way. So now, if the new company. Uh, if I have to deal with them on the media stuff, I'll be very happy about that. But but I know Carlo is a very creative guy, and I'm glad that he was able to keep his company for 10 years and get to a point where he, he sold it and now be a part of something, uh, hopefully for many years. I hope, we, I hope for many years to come we see him a part
1: of this. So I, I, I'm, I'm happy for him. What did you think, Jay? I, I agree with Coop. I think that Robert has an amazing talent for identifying great blends and working with great factories. And I think being freed up, I think that uh, he's going to be even more creative. I think it's it's a yeah. win win for him and for the company that's taking over ownership.
2: Yeah, congratulations, Robert. Uh, doesn't you know you don't? I mean, you see acquisitions throughout the year, but you, you, if you think about it, there's a lot of cigar companies. So in the grand scheme of things, there aren't that many actual acquisitions, even though sometimes it seems like it, there it is, but it, there really isn't. So. So good on him. Uh, I did talk to Robert tonight and he was in great spirits, seemed to be super excited about everything. So um so good for Robert. Congratulations. Uh, hopefully that will go smooth. I'm sure that it will. I was a little I guess a little surprised at the company that acquired them though. Um something Now Scott, you are familiar with um the the those some of those pipe brands and pipe yeah, tobacco. Yeah,
3: those are some of the I guess you'd call the larger, more uh... I guess you call elite brands and names in the pipe world between Peterson, Cornell and deal. Yep, Those are all great brands. Those are great companies well-established in the industry. It was interesting for me to see it, that it was a, I guess, I don't know. They call themselves, a, it's a group, but I more of a like pipe and pipe tobacco focused group step into the premium cigar world. So it'd be interesting to see where they go with it and what they do. Yeah. Very interesting.
4: Yeah, they, they do have a retail store in uh, mm-hmm. in the Myrtle Beach area, uh, which is they're a very good retail. So they've been they've been de- they just haven't been on the brand end of things uh, as far as previous stuff. But they have. I know a few people have gone to work for them over the years because it's not too far from me, and, and and I've heard nothing but good things about this company. Um, and in fact, I, I talked to a couple of guys working the store. They're always inviting me to events down there, and I want to get to one of them. So I, I honestly, I I think it's it's a uh, it's a great move, and um, I'm, I'm excited about it. But, you know, the other thing, Eric, I just want to mention, this was a true acqu- – I, I want to say this was a real acquisition that I think basically Robert sold the company lock, stop, and barrel. I don't think this was a case where he sold the brand rights. So it sounds like this was sold um, to begin with, which I think is um, a, a point of differentiation. Some of these other acquisitions are usually just brand acquisitions.
2: I noticed Kupta in the in the press release because it was lost and found as well. I but I didn't see Tony Bellato's name.
4: Yeah, we were. Mentioned. I have. I don't have any answer on that. I'm assuming that the sale of it went with Tony. You know, Tony owned a piece of that, so I'm assuming Tony sold his piece of that. Tony was doing his distribution through Robert. Now the question is, will. Uh, Will this new company, not the, the company acquired it, and, and uh, I'm going to the, butcher the name of it, so I'm not going to try to say it, Lindishi? L- Lundishi? yeah. The question, will they distribute Tony right now?
1: Mm, right. So I
4: know we, uh, Bear and I were talking about that before the show, too, and I think Jay and I talked about that a little today.
1: Yeah, uh, I think it's cool that Robert has some ownership, too. You know, maybe we'll get yeah. Robert uh, there in Steve Saka's booth when he releases uh, his next Stillwell. Because that company yeah. provides the uh, yeah the fillers yeah. That, that, those two on the same stage with the microphone would be awesome
2: yeah uh, next little bit of news I know Jay you're super excited about this um, what did you think of the Steamboat Willie cigar
1: <laughs> it, it's you know we're marketing to children again um, I can I can see you know lobbyists going in to talk to a senator and talking about all the phone calls and emails they're getting from parents complaining about Mickey Mouse selling cigars. Uh, It does no favors for any of us.
2: Coop, what would you think of the Steamboat Willie project?
1: You know, I I agree
4: with Jay on that. I don't, yeah, again, this is something that someone's going to try to twist around. I got to give Brian some credit here. Guy's, Guy's got some balls. He's testing out this public domain thing. I mean, I, I honestly, it's an interesting thing from that standpoint. Um, obviously, it's always going to come out to the cigar, but, you know, you think about it. He, this, is, this is one of the ultimate uh, public domain things that's happened, and he is putting it to the test here to see. But the problem I have with it, like I said, is, again, mm-hmm. uh, cartoon characters, which, which we won't, you know, on Coop, we're not going to do anything with those. Yeah.
2: All right, boys, it is time to talk some Pro Cigar. Uh, All three of us uh, attended this past week at an amazing uh, time. We'll get into all the details as we go. But just on a a, a big sort of overview, thousand-foot level, Coop, if I asked you um, what is Pro Cigar, how would you answer? And the reason I ask this is because – it isn't exactly the same as other multi-vendor events, and it's also not the same as, uh, say, a Cigar Safari or a Camp Camacho. Um, it's kind of somewhere in between those things. How would you answer that? What if somebody came to you and they, were, they never heard of Pro Cigar, and they just said, hey, Coop, what, what is Pro Cigar?
4: So Pro Cigar is an organization that's been around for a little over 30 years, and it's an organization of Dominican cigar manufacturers. So these are production facility-type companies that that make up there. And there's 12 active members, which are the 12 main members. And each of these main members, one of the common things they have is they each own a production facility. And so they they kind of get together and they kind of, you know, band together in the good honor of the Dominican Republic cigars. And every year they put on a festival. And the festival is meant to showcase how great Dominican cigars are and how— how it's, it's a big part of the culture. The what a, what a very simple way I'll say this is, this is a festival put on by the production side of the business, When if you go to like Rocky Mountain or the Great Smoke, that's one put on by the distribution side of the business. So it, it, you, you're going you're gonna to meet different people. It's going to take place in different venues. And that's what I think separates Pro Cigar out from, let's say, Great Smoke or Rocky Mountain Cigar Fest. And plus there's factory tours and galas that go along with that.
2: Right, uh, Jay. What if I ask you what what is Pro Cigar?
1: Um, at, at the risk of getting yanked off the board, uh, Pro Cigar is to the Dominican and Dominican manufacturers what PCA should be for retailers, and we're getting there. Um, it highlights not just those twelve manufacturers; it highlights the Dominican Republic. They have two main events they do each year: Pro Cigar, which is a week-long deal and then they have a pro cigar night that brings in a lot of the high-end people that's usually done in quarter Plata, and the great thing about pro cigar is you are interfacing with manufacturers box makers cellophane makers cedar uh, producers everyone in the process that's involved in making cigars for the dominican and i mean it's such a big deal that the monument which is if you imagine combining the Washington monument in the White House, it's closed one day a year. And that's for the white night at Pro Cigar. It's a big deal for the Dominican. This year they had the ambassador to the United States, their vice president. And then on the last night, the president of the Dominican Republic showed up. So it's really an opportunity to showcase the Dominican. I think initially it started as a way to show why Dominican cigars were not inferior to Cuban cigars and challenged the Habanos Festival. But it is, in my opinion, the best-run cigar event in the world, well and that's done. no disrespect to anyone else. Um, they they do it right, and it's not perfect. There are mistakes that are made, but they respond very quickly, yep. and it, it's a it's a great way to get immersed into that. I have not been to the Dominican to the Nicaragua festival. I don't know how that compares. I would imagine the Dominican, with different infrastructure, it's a little harder to do. But it's awesome because the you president. really get to see that it's. This is the best. This is the best
4: video
1: of the year so far. Look at the crazy eyes here. Here
4: we this go. Crazy! <laughs> look at that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I was just so shocked that that happened. Yeah.
2: Coop got no, to shake hands with the president. To,
4: like, did you see? Did you get you that?
2: Know. Um. All right, boys. Now you know, it's uh, funny. Yeah. Go ahead.
4: Yeah. The Cigar Hustle guys tried to run a meme contest, right? And they're pathetic. They should have had a hundred entries in that meme contest. They have, like four. <laughs> I mean, guys, go. I, I don't know what the prizes they're offering, but um, okay, go go enter it on the hustlers, guys, if you want.
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so a pro cigar uh, is essentially broken into two pieces. Uh, uh, one of the pieces at is at the uh, La Romana side of the island, uh, 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 Casa de Campo, which is on the very east. Side of the Dominican Republic. I did not go to the first couple of days there. I was in Santiago while you guys were there. Uh, so, talk a little bit, um, Coop, about the uh, first couple days when you guys were down at Casa de Campo. Uh, what did you do when you were there? What was it like? Uh, good, the bad, the ugly.
4: Yeah. So, um, Casa de Campo. The reason why it starts um, or to La Romana. Is because Tobacco de Garcia, which is the factory that produces the Altidus brands, is based down there. That's the largest factory in the Dominican Republic. So it's kind of away from all the other factories for the most part, which are in the Santiago area, which is where, you know, the other members are. So they, they, they kind of obviously uh, – uh, Tobacco de Garcia is a big part of Pro Cigar, so they want to showcase it. And on this end of the island, this is more the resort end of the island, you know, a lot of – and the Dominican is known – for its resorts and its vacation spots. So they try to highlight some of those types of things because it is an important part of the Dominican culture, along with the cigars that you get from Tabacalera Garcia. So there, there was really two things that we did on uh, the first full day is we took a catamaran trip uh, from La Romana to this island called Isla de Catalina, also a Catalina Island. And uh, that was an interesting experience. <laughs> and then the next, I'll, I'll kind of get a little more of that. And I'll let Jay kind of talk on that piece too. Then the next day was the actual tour of Tabacalera de Garcia, which was, it was a little bit of a condensed, all these are going to be condensed tours. So that's a huge factory. And, you know, to see it in two hours, the way they did it, they did it, did a great job. So what I like about this side of the festival though, the positive thing is, it's more intimate. Um, you get, a, you can interact with the Altidus people a lot more. It was only about like seventy-five to hundred people, I think, max that they had. I think it was closer to the seventy-five count mark. So I kind of like that. They highlight, you know, specific cigars at the galas, which uh, are made by Altidus. So it's nice. The catamaran trip, I kind of, you know, wasn't. I did it. It, it was interesting. I got seasick, so uh, <laughs> I got pretty seasick. So, um, but but um, and there were a few logistical things with the catamaran. But as Jay said, they they are responsive if things don't if things sometimes and they're not they don't always bat a hundred right, but a thousand. But you know what, they do a pretty good job. And when they don't bat a thousand, they are very good to respond. So it, I kind of like this piece because it was much more intimate and. When we get to the bigger Santiago piece, I'll talk about why I think that was better, too.
2: Jay, what did you think of the uh, La Romano portion of Pro Cigar?
1: I I think it's great. I've I've done the Santiago part four times. This is my first time doing this. And Santiago, you're in the city. It's an urban center. Here, you're out in the rural areas. It's, like Coop said, it's much more intimate. I would say they had 60 to 75 guests there. Uh, The parties, uh, the food was fantastic, but it was a smaller group of people. Um, And one of the things I love about Pro Cigar is it's not just U.S. consumers. U.S. consumers from Belgium, from Australia, from all over the world. And we even saw that in La Romana. And it's one of the most beautiful golf courses in the world, too. Uh, So I I think it's it's great because you get to see two different sides of the Dominican Republic. And yeah. it was a lot of fun. The food was great. The cigars are great. At both nights they had someone rolling cigars. One time it was a Vega Fina eighteen ninety eight or nineteen eighty nine. I'm not sure what number the number is. Ninety eight nineteen eighty. Yeah, so it was it was fun. Um, and yeah. the food was just unbelievable and and Casa de Campo, I mean, I can see why Justin takes the sales team there because it's really nice.
2: Yeah, ironically, uh when you guys showed up, Jordan was just leaving. You were Gosh, at Costa de Campo right before that, oh, Jordan. Oh, that's an
1: amazing yeah. place,
0: right? Oh, it's the coolest resort I've ever been to. I've been telling my wife about it since we went with Davidoff in 2018. For I was on that now. trip with you guys, yeah. So yeah, we 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 had to eventually do it, and uh, somehow she finangled her way into like the premium suites. It was it was crazy. Your own golf cart, of course, just driving around. What a time! Gold it those is golf carts. A lot of fun.
2: It is the uh, one of the most beautiful places on the earth. And then, so then you guys took a bus to Santiago. How long of a drive is, is that now? So, so the Pro Cigar, they arrange these buses. So, so yeah. if you're, if you're interested in going to Pro Cigar, it's a little intimidating because really what it is is you're paying. It's it's almost like all la cart. You can pay for certain things. Like I want to go to this factory tour. I want to go to this Dinner. I want to go to this um, farm experience, and you're paying for each of those. It's a little. You might think that's it's a little intimidating. Like, what do I do? I fly into Santiago or I fly into La Romano. What do I do? But they do a good job. They have buses there for everybody. They take you to wherever you want to go, uh, as long as obviously you have your you know QR code for whatever event. So that's kind of how it works. You just essentially just need to get there and have a hotel uh, that's part of the. Now you could Uber around, too, which we did a lot, by the way. Uh, we Ubered around as well if we wanted to get there a little bit early to various events and stuff like that. But uh, the, the festival provides transportation. You guys took the bus from La Romano up to Santiago. What was that, like four-hour drive, essentially, something like that?
4: Yeah, with traffic, it was like four and a half hours. And it wasn't as bad as, remember when we did it with the Davidoff trip? Right. That was like for, it wasn't nearly as long. This was a much more efficient way to get there and we, we made a stop along the way too. So we left I think about a little after two o'clock and we got there about six thirty. So uh, I think we made really good time on, on that.
0: Remember Coop last time at Davidoff you were like trying to like figure out a, a news story to publish on the bus and you're like trying to get the Wi Fi to work on the bus and <laughs> that that kind of, like, was, that was the references. That was
2: when Thompson got bought.
0: That oh, was yeah. when Thompson got bought in Zycar.
2: Yeah, right, Zycar. right. <laughs> So I'm
4: literally trying to do both of these stories on a bus with the bus Wi-Fi.
2: (laughs) And the funny part, the funny part about that story is Coop's having a hard time getting Wi-Fi because he really wants to publish these stories. And there's not much Wi-Fi on the bus. And then we realize that there's these two cocktail waitresses... That were on the tour, and they were sitting up there just like streaming, like Shook on TikTok, the, like on streaming, <laughs> yeah. like TikTok videos. And that's they were like sucking up all the Wi Fi yeah, exactly was around at the
0: time. They
2: were doing it. <laughs> it yep. so, you should have seen coop like freaking out, like, I gotta have my internet, it like you now.
0: Like, I'm trying, yeah, it's amazing. It was, uh-
4: I actually ended up, like, giving the stories to my wife to finish the editing on. Like, just get these out. Here's where I'm sending text messages with it. It was crazy.
2: So, uh, Jay and Coop show up in Santiago. Now, Santiago, uh, that's the capital city, right, guys, Um, of the DR. And we're all staying at the – Grand al how do you say it Grand Grand Al Almirante al Almirante which is a fantastic hotel <laughs> and it was one of like three or four of uh, the main hotels and then you go check in and uh, the first sort of thing we have is a cocktail party and here's the here's some of the stuff I want to show you guys on the show which I think is really interesting is normally at festivals you get a bag of cigars or maybe you get a backpack and it's filled with cigars that kind of thing but the stuff that you get at these events at Pro Cigar are so amazing. Jordan, the first night at the cocktail party, this this is the box you get. This is just one of several that you get. Now look at this box. It's so beautiful. And the cigars you get in here, we're talking these are these Can you grab me one of those? Jay Jay talk about um th- this is not you know crappy stuff. This is all bangers from all of these companies. So yeah. this is the first thing they give you. At the cocktail party, the, the drinks, the appetizers, you're getting all of this sort of stuff, and this box alone. I don't even know what this would be worth. Look at that. That's a um Opus I am that like
0: a Fu- Fuente
4: brought some good cigars here. year. It's yeah. nice, there's one from each of the manufacturers. Yeah. yeah.
1: That's the new um, LG. You know, And one thing I don't like about uh, manufacturer events is that you typically get the lower end of their cigars, not a pro cigar. Right. And I think it's the same with uh, Nico Sabara as well. In Nicaragua, you get high end um, releases and you get things that sometimes you get things that haven't been released yet. And they they do not skimp. Um, I just got to ask, Coop, do you like the Avo Maduro or the Davidoff Maduro better? Because you love Davidoff Maduros.
4: I really love that. This is great, this Davidoff Maduro. This is no, it's fantastic. That's um, so why I'm really digging, it. and I love the Avo Maduro a lot. That's one of my favorites. But you know, this came in the box, so that was actually in the box that Eric just showed. This this uh, this Davidoff that they had in there. Um, yeah. So. Um, <laughs> It, it, it is, uh, like I said, it is one from each of the manufacturers. So, that, and, you, and I know you're going to talk about there's a box each night is what right. we will talk about. Too.
2: Yeah.
1: yeah also Plus you boxes... also got a three-pack if you didn't want to bust into your box. And they gave you all kinds of lighters and ashtrays and stuff and free cocktails. It was yeah. awesome. So, 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 like, I didn't open any of my boxes because mm. they kept giving you two or three cigars at each event.
4: I, so, I... we were supposed to get those in La Romana, but the boxes – weren't ready of course right so they gave us like five packs Mm -hmm. of cigars you know just to hold us over which again the little things they think of like that which were great
0: uh some of the audience guys are i think you guys have mentioned this but asking anybody can go to this anybody can go to this yes this is not restricted it's called pro cigar but that kind of like is a little misleading Any any, just anybody can go just buy a ticket yeah, if, uh, on the Coop website, there's a,
4: you can always click the uh, – there's an ad we run throughout the year, and it has all the information uh, on on the tickets and everything. So anyone can go, and there's an all-you-can-encompass ticket, and then there's a la carte tickets, as Eric said, which I think to some people – I would always recommend buy the, buy the full ticket the first year, and then see if you go back again. You may want to a la carte it after that.
1: Yeah, so you know the I mean? thing is – But it, it's expensive, though.
2: It, it, it's not cheap. Um, if you're if you're doing the um, entire all encompassing ticket coop, do you know offhand what that costs?
4: Um, I believe with hotels and everything, it's going to be about four grand p- plus uh, airfare. It's
1: it's twenty five hundred dollars for the ticket, and it, there used to be a different cost if you went to La Romana. So it's twenty five hundred dollars whether you go to La Romana and the whole thing, or you just start in Santiago. But on top of that, you've got to add airfare. And if you're in both locations, then you're going – it's two one-way flights and then hotels. And the hotel at uh, La Romana is not inexpensive.
4: Yeah, my one-way flights actually didn't run me too bad. Uh, it was almost the same as doing a round trip.
2: Right. Um, so I, one thing about the cocktail party that I thought was interesting, if you guys have anything to add that that was interesting, um, uh, what I thought was really cool was – the people that at this festival, they they're into it. I mean, they they this is something that they wait for all year long, and yep. they 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 dress the part. They have fun. the the, the music's loud; it gets a little loud for me, uh, being an old guy. You know, with it was, with,
4: uh, it was very loud this year. The music, <laughs>
2: one, you know, one bad ear, but um, but yeah, they're just they're bringing you it, it drinks and stuff. And then when uh, Raquel Quesada come in, I, did you notice that, Coop? She comes in and she's wearing this beautiful dress. She has a whole entourage of of camera people and lighting people and they're just filming her. And it was like, <laughs> wow, like this is this is hardcore. Now, um, uh, I will say that while you guys were at La Romano, I uh, Romano, <laughs> Romano, <laughs> Ray, Romano cheese there? Ray, no Ray Romano. No, Ray, Ra- Ra- uh, Ray Romano. Yeah. La Romana. When you guys were there, I was in Santiago, and me and Fred and uh, Christian and, and Jess went to the Quesada factory. Uh, we went to uh, see Klaus Kellner's factory. These were not part of, of the tour. We were just bouncing around. And we even stopped in at Fuente the next day and, and, and hung out at the Fuente factory, which we'll get into in a minute. So you can do other things if you want to, um, which isn't included. Uh, but the cocktail party sort of kicks it off. And then the very next day, boys, uh, the Wednesday, that's when you uh, are set to do a tour. And you can choose from, uh, there's farm tours, there's factory tours. So uh, you just pick the one you want to go to. If you want to go to Davidoff, you pick Davidoff. If you want to go to LFD, you pick LFD. And so you just do one of those each day. Now, Coop, the first day on Wednesday, uh, which what, what did you do?
4: So I try to rotate it every year from media. So I try not to duplicate it as much as possible. So I went to two factories I hadn't gone to this year. And the first one I went to was, it turned out to be the grand reopening of Casa Carrillo, which is Tabacalera Alianza. That's Ernesto Perez's Carrillo's factory. So I lucked out. That was the first time they had Casa Carrillo um, open under that name. And it wasn't like they just took a sign on the door. Everything in the factory was rebranded to Casa Carrillo. like all the signages and everything. Much better name. That's great. Yeah. I think Jordan hundred percent. I think it's so much better name huh. on it. Um, and I had never been to uh, Ernesto's factory before, and it was, it was a combination of a factory tour, and a combination of a, of a blending, a, a, a pairing seminar, I should say. And there was a lot of those. so, Ernesto did the seminar, and then. I've kind of told everyone I have this new man crush. Uh, he's got a GM. He's got oh. a GM. His name is Jorge Luis Fernandez Mikey. They call him Mikey. They got this guy from Habanos. He's the guy who designed and worked on. He's the guy who worked on the Pajique blend. This guy is an absolute rock star. Uh, or it, This guy just... Carrillo has this guy? Carrillo has this guy. And... I think it's great because he spends all his time in the factory where Ernesto's kind of going back and forth to the States. And this guy, is the factory's in great hands with this guy. It was one of the best factory tours I ever had. Um, This guy's a rock star. Sweet.
2: Uh, Jay, on the the Wednesday, the first day uh, of the actual stuff going on in Santiago, what did you choose to do?
1: Well, Tuesday night, we had to devour four tomahawks in Saga. That was oh, epic. Yeah, right. We um, did that, too. Oh, we did? Yeah. Wednesday, uh, I did the uh, trip to the Cigar Family Charitable Foundation. So that's about a 45 to 60-minute drive to Banao, which is a poor area and a poor country. And that is where, that's Chateau de la Fuente, where Opus X tobacco is grown. And they have a school that the Fuentes and the Newmans set up 20 years ago. And they educate approximately 500 kids from basically kindergarten through high school. And they have a martial arts program, they've got a medical clinic, they have a um, dance production team, they have technical colleges, which is very popular in the Dominican. We call them like magnet schools here. Uh, you can focus on nursing, you can focus on different things. There's a school for the performing arts that's coming, and that is. Uh, primarily supported by, well, it is almost entirely supported by donations, the Toast Across America packets, as well as some dinners that Carlito does. And then just the last couple of years, the Dominican Republic does put a little bit of money in there, providing for some teachers and some direct aid. But it is basically, cigar smokers all over the world, anytime you buy one of those Toast Across America packets, that whole $50 um, goes there, and the Fuentes and the Newmans underwrite the cost. And it's just, it's breathtaking. You get to see uh, lives being changed uh, for people that thought that their their goal in life might be to go to New York City and become a drug dealer and get some gold chains. And now it's to become an accountant or an engineer or a nurse, uh, to people that can really contribute and give back. Mm. It's uh, not really a cigar trip. You get a couple cigars at lunch at the end, but that is primarily to get immersed in the Dominican culture and what the uh, Newmans and the Fuentes are doing there in the Dominican. Yeah, you know what I really it's like? amazing.
2: Uh, Jordan, is if you just glance at Jay, yeah. if you just glance at him on the screen, okay. there's a plant behind him, and it Still. almost looks like he has green hair. And, you know, If you just kind of glance at him just for a second, like... Oh, it, Joker, a little Joker, like, actually. Yeah, a little Joker uh, from so the Dark scary. Nights. Yeah. 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 I like yeah,
1: that. <laughs> I'm sitting in my dining room.
2: So. Uh, no, I like it. I think it's cool, man. Um,
0: <laughs> now I can't stop seeing it. <laughs> I
2: hadn't noticed. I, uh, uh, on that Wednesday, went to the LFD uh, portion, which is cool because with the LFD portion, you they take you to the farm first, and then after that, they take you to the factory. And um, in the farm portion of it, when they brought us into um, the uh, the curing barn, um unbeknownst to Leto, his sons had set up a a tribute to him because he's he's, his birthday is in like a couple of weeks, right? And so they had these really... They had done it so well. Like they had this whole... Basically, it was kind of like a this is your life sort of a situation where... um, By the way, I couldn't film this part. They wouldn't let us film that part. But you're seeing some of what I went through Mm -hmm. on the screen there. But they had this really, really cool like this is your life. They went through like... Where he started, how it went on, and it was it was so touching. Wow. Lito, he was in tears, and he said, "There, he's like, I, I my sons have never seen me cry before." Um, Wait, fancy horses, fancy horses, fancy horses. Look at the fancy horses.
0: It was, it
2: was so cool. Um, but I do have this story that I probably shouldn't tell. Ooh. Should I tell the story that I shouldn't tell? Well, of course, yeah. All right, I'm gonna t- I'm gonna tell the story that I shouldn't tell. Coop, Jay.
0: Wait, what was the deal with this mojito that you got? Oh,
2: yeah, it was a yeah, mojito that like they a, like infused. Uh, like a white. Oh, those roasted peppers
0: of a kill for. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: So those this greatest is the kind of stuff. Look, the kind of stuff that you're gonna see when you go on these tours. It was
0: look at, at this thing. There's like what, they're roasting
2: this beef tallow. they just like, oh beef tallow. Yeah. Just, oh,
0: yeah, that's the one I'm talking about right there. What's yeah. that?
2: It's a mojito. It's a white mojito. It was really cool.
0: Is like milk in it or something.
2: I don't know. <laughs> There's something in it. <laughs> I don't know what it is. It is I really want good. I'm it. That's <laughs> all I know. Um, now, obviously, like Coop said earlier, you're getting a abbreviated tour. Uh, obviously, because it's you know, you're, this is the whole thing goes down in like four hours. Whereas when you go on a regular uh, tour for a couple of days, you might spend six hours in the in the factory and six hours in the farm but uh you don't do that there but i do have this story there was this guy one of the guys on the tour and he was the biggest douche like (laughs) this guy like he was like he was like flirting he was flirting with the 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 tour guides like to a stage that was scott it was uncomfortable scotty you know like he was going too like there's a joke maybe the in there. Right? There's a
3: joke you could throw. Yeah, you can casually just throw a flirt out to the, you know, if you're doing that, but when you go that hard in the paint, then yeah. you just yeah, you it's a bad look it's all a, the way around. It's a bad look. It's like, look. come on, guys. It's like don't be that guy with the cigar in his hand going, hey, you know? It's and like, that, come on. And, and that is and that's what Knock he was doing. Up. Act like you've done this before. And
2: then we walk up to this area where you can you're supposed to just grab a cigar, right? You grab a cigar. I grabbed a solace, which by the way. Coop, you had that on your list. Top I, five. I love, I love that cigar. I now I'm it's wishing so it had been on our list that year because it's so good. But anyways, that's not the point. The guy, this guy, happened to be right in front of me, and he's grabbing like four or no, five, no. of each. He did, he did cigar. not do
3: the handful. He wasn't oh, yeah. the handful. He, oh he, man, the handful
2: guy. Seriously, and you was, should have called him out well there
3: was a guy behind me that did
2: There was a good, guy behind me that good. did. that's uh, a
3: guy see hey. that's the thing i'll hold my tongue for well, a long uh, yeah. time but you start seeing stuff like that and you're like dude really yeah why don't you take the whole box well, Cheapskate. Yeah. let's hey, go well eric we had an issue on the perdomo tour with someone well, doing that
2: hold on hold on like this this is this gets, this gets better so anyways okay. anyways this guy i'm like i'm thinking to myself I hate this guy. I don't know who he is, <laughs> but I hate him. You know, I don't like this guy. And so then we're on the farm tour, and you know how like the farm is like super muddy, and there's like ditches, yeah. and you kind of have to walk over them and stuff. This guy's right in front of me. He goes to step over the little. Please t- tell
3: me he just fell. He, he just fell. He oh. fell yeah. Excellent. right Excellent. down. Excellent, just ate it. He's
2: flat out right down into Beautiful. the mud.
3: Just like karma a, wonderful? Just
2: like a pig and slop, just Could boom. that idiot. That might have been, I, was, uh, been worth <laughs> all of the time and effort I spent uh, going to Pro Cigar. And if, if I had that on film right now, I, I would oh, cheers. Oh, to this guy oh, Cheers to following. the douchebag who fell in yeah. the dish. Thank you for that. Uh, you made, uh, the <laughs> universe, Jay, the universe righted itself right there. It righted itself. <laughs> It was amazing. You know, All right, folks. Yeah, Eric, one comment uh, before yeah, you kind ahead.
4: of go on. Wasn't it amazing that tour, Lido is hands-on with that tour from start, from the buses to when you leave. Oh, he yeah. He is so hands-on with that tour. And I've seen a lot of – look, I've seen a lot of the, the leaders of the industry hands-on, but Lido took it to another level is what I'm just going to tell you.
2: Oh, Lido's great. Yeah, he's yeah, – yeah. by the yeah, way, yeah, I'm getting a cigar. Jordan's getting a cigar. <laughs> There we go. There Just right. don't take my Flinty. That's all I ask. Just don't, don't. I'm gonna. I'm gonna take the custom Magna, magna here. Magna. Magna. I can't say anything so, tonight. I'm gonna take the custom Magna. By the way, I smoked, was... I smoked the. uh fiftieth. It was fantastic. that Fant- I smoked it, was it too. Fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. I love. it. Is that everything. the same
1: as the Casada fiftieth? What did I say? You said Quesada.
2: oh all right, Jay.
1: I'm sorry. Every time Barrett says it, it's like fingers on a, it's casada. I
2: I That's smoked a, the the, the casada. There's 50th. been
0: way worse things that you could have corrected on the show until now. That's like yeah, I, know,
2: I know I
1: know. <laughs> now, he was waiting. The casada is terrible. No he was waiting for that. his they moment. All those to me. <laughs> um,
2: when we when we come back from commercial, Jordan, we'll talk about day two, and then. We'll talk about the big gala and charity auction, which was a ton of fun. And then finally, at the end, we're going to talk about, is this for you? Should you go to this thing? Um, Should you go to Pro Cigar? We'll talk to the boys about that. But until we get to there, ladies and gentlemen, this show is sponsored by JR Cigars, one of the world's largest online cigar stores. JR's inventory ranges from everyday bundled cigars to incredibly high-end boxes, plus a large selection of cigar accessories. Enjoy the best prices on your favorite brands. I hope I say these right for Jay. Such as Romeo e Julieta, Monte Cristo, Crown Heads, Davidoff, Espinosa, and many more. Make sure to try one of their exclusive lines, such as the Drew Estate Nightshade or my favorite, Jordan. The limited edition Cigar Dojo 10th Anniversary Champagne by Perdomo. Celebrate over 50 years of excellence and stack up on your favorite cigars today. Smoke Night Live is also brought to you in part by Espinosa Premium Cigars. Espinosa Cigars was the Cigar Dojo's first ever Cigar of the Year award winner, and since then they've consistently placed their cigars on our coveted year-end list, placing more than any other brand in the last decade. Whether they are crafting full-bodied Maderos at the San Latino factory, or whipping up zesty Habanos at the fan-favorite zona factory, or even serving up a knuckle sandwich with Guy Fieri. Espinosa packs the flavor that craft cigar fanatics crave. Get in La zona state of mind with hit releases such as the 601 Blue, Espinoza Habano, Mercy Lago, or the opulent orange treat that Eric Espinoza himself has dubbed La Lange. With a lineup this good, you'll have no excuse but to smoke Espinoza every day. This is episode 415 of Smoke Night Live. We are chatting with William Cigar Coop Cooper and Jay Davis about Pro Cigar 2024. What is it? What was the 2024 edition like? And is this something that you should attend? We're going to answer all of those questions tonight. All right, boys. As we delve into the week, uh, we move on to Thursday. Um, Thursday was another day where you could pick a... Uh, Different tour. Uh, I went to the Fuente factory. I'll start, and then I'll let you guys go on this one. Can
0: you go on if you get like the one where it's not a la carte? do You you go on more tours? Like I know you went on a couple more tours because you were just there. Um, no, is, is it like just two, you get two tours?
2: Well, unless you, you go to tours. the la, you, unless you go to the La Romano part,
0: it just seems but, like you're, yeah. it seems like you were there for like five to seven days, and you went on two tours. Like you can you could can, can, you can't. You can't. Okay. Those are outside of Pro Cigard other tours.
2: Yeah, so here's the deal. There's um one's like a travel day and that's uh when you're going from um uh, Casa de Campo up. So that's a travel day, so you lose that but you, you just went there a couple of days early. I went there a couple of days early. early. and stayed late. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And uh, and I stayed because there was there's typically like an event on Saturday that which didn't happen this year, uh which we could talk about later as well. Uh, so uh I didn't I didn't end up doing that because it got cancelled, but um so I was there a couple days early and I was there a couple days after. Realistically, it's it's uh, Wednesday to Friday, essentially. Okay. Uh, so three three days in Santiago where you're doing stuff. So on Thursday, I went to the Fuente factory. It was actually the second time during the week that I'd been there. and um, But I, this was the actual tour portion of it and it was just absolutely... Guys, I'm telling you right now, if, <laughs> if there... <laughs> Thank you, thank you, John. If there was, if there was ever a cigar mecca, this this is this is cigar Valhalla. This I always place, say its
3: like the uh, Willy Wonka yeah. factory of the cigar world. It really, yeah, yeah totally.
2: It's like that, but I, I think almost a better comparison is—it's um, like Disneyland. Like mm. you, you are literally yeah. in Disneyland. There's no, there is no detail not. You know, polished. Everything is polished. It's just incredible. And what's really cool about the Fuente factory, uh, which is different than most factories, is instead of having one ginormous rolling room with you know hundreds of pairs of of rollers, uh, bunchers, and and stuff, uh, they have multiple rooms. So like they have one room that's just all Hemingway stuff. That's where they roll the Hemingways. They have one room that's just Opus stuff. That's where they do that. They have one room that's eight five eight. That's where they do that. And and the rollers stay in those rooms. For an entire year. So they are extremely familiar with the product that they're rolling to the nth degree. And what was really cool about this tour, there was probably, I don't know, 40, 45 people or whatever. And um, we're getting ready to go to lunch. And uh, we'd already walked around the factory and all that kind of stuff. And it was really, it was really amazing. Um, But Carlito, as we're going to lunch, Carlito pulls me aside. He's like, Eric, he's like, I can't take everybody all around, but I wanna show you some stuff for. Forty five minutes I was just me and Carlito Fuente. Yeah. And he was taking me yes. to different areas and and showing me some of his personal favorite <laughs> did he give stuff. You
0: everlasting uh gob cigar? He,
2: he did, and then what was crazy was that guy, Slugworth, he yeah. tried to get me. He tried to get I mean, me to yeah. give him the opus X at the end, and I wouldn't give him the Opus X at the end. So Carlito gave me the factory. <laughs> we shot off into a a, a, a glass elevator. As you I flew do into the into into space we looked around at the, it was amazing. No, it was absolutely see any Oompa Loompas? I saw a couple of Oompa Loompas. Uh-huh. It was absolutely amazing like if that alone was worth the price of admission. I mean other than the guy falling in the mud. Yeah. Uh, the guy falling in the mud. The maybe, guy
0: found the chocolate pond.
2: <laughs> that yes, that he was uh-huh. the glutton, the glutton kid. But anyways, it was incredible. Uh Coop, what did you do on uh Thursday? What tour did you take?
4: Uh, so I went on a different factory I hadn't gone to. I went to Tabacalera Palma,
2: mm-hmm. which
4: is Chi Blanco's factory and farms, actually. So I had never been there. Um, the tour was run by primarily Hochi Blanco's son, Jose Manuel, who is really uh, got a good handle of the operation there. So he's young. I w- I, he's got to be under 25, but he knows that thing backwards and forwards. Uh, and Hochi kind of floated in and out. Um, it's an old school factory is what I'll say. So, it's an older factory. It's been around since 1936. They're outgrowing it. Um, so, they make the La Galera cigars, which is their brand, and they're really starting to promote that brand. They also do some of the aging room stuff there as well. And some of the Matilde stuff comes out of that factory. Oh, yeah. So, that was, uh, that was really cool to see that. And they have a machine-made component as well because Ho Chi owns a, a company called Indian Head Cigars. Mm. So, they have a cigar called uh, the Rough Rider. That they um that they make out it actually that's that's not the machine one but they have a machine that's part of that machine operation uh, that they do so it was interesting seeing the machine operation the other it, it had kind of a festival type of block party atmosphere because they're at the end of a street so they kind of set it up like to be a block party which was hmm. really cool and the other thing is down the block was tobacco William Ventura being rebuilt Yes. So that was where the fire had happened, uh, and it came very close to Ho Chi's factory when that fire happened to some of his uh, tobacco warehouses. It came very close. So, um, but I know Ho Chi is moving into a newer factory because he's outgrowing in this one as as his business grows. So, and Ho Chi's a Ho Chi and Jay knows Ho Chi probably better than me. Dynamic guy, loves to have a good time, um, and uh, yeah. So it, that combined with a really good factory tour.
0: It made for great uh, another great day. Don't they – or maybe they used to. I thought they shared a farm with uh, LFT. They, they do.
4: They share uh, the La Canela farm. Hochi's got other farms. We went to another okay. one of the farms. But, yeah, Ho Chi uh, owns other farms. But La Canela, from what I understand,
1: they share that one.
2: All right, Jay, on Thursday, uh, what did you decide to do?
1: Well, I also went with you on the Fuente tour. Oh, that's um, right. What was cool is we got to start the box factory. I don't remember you at all. <laughs> well, I wasn't on the private tour, but that's okay. I've had a few private tours there.
2: Um, you probably they have an amazing box factory. Room. I did. I lost them in the fizzy lifting drink room. That's right. There you go. And I was like, Jay, burp. Burp, you bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Did they show you guys the mold
4: making? The, when they oh make the mold? Yeah. yeah they they that yeah. is so they have they, a they, they have a factory to make their molds, which is really cool.
1: Hmm. And the yeah, water 3D cut them. printer, yeah, yeah. And it's they can make any Vitola that they want. And they used to have a couple of really large machines that would do eighty percent of a box, and they took them out because they want to give more people jobs. And they do all their painting. Uh, they make every single box of Fuente there, except for the twentieth anniversary box and the, the box like that, the, the uh, Forbidden. And that's pretty awesome. And then uh, they took us through most of the areas. We didn't go to the Opus X Rolly room or the age room. There's just too many people. But they did. I, I Carlitos spent a lot of time. Yeah, you know, well, that's pretty <laughs> awesome, isn't it? <laughs> it one thing that Fuente does very different from anyone else <laughs> is that they usually hang tobacco in all of their, their aging rooms and in addition to they have automatic sensors so if the temperature humidity goes off the air conditioning comes on or whatever but they actually feel how it is and you can see cigars in their aging rooms that are eight nine ten years old it's very impressive um and carlito shared a lot of the details about his family history and uh there's even a replica of the house that he grew up in so yeah it's, it's pretty awesome
2: yeah by the way so uh and this is a minor point i'm not correcting you Jay, but it um it's, it it isn't really a 3d printer instead what's cool about it is they have a pure block of plastic and it, it's a water cutter that Ooh. cuts that cuts the molds out so it's, it's 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 almost like sort of like the opposite of a 3d printer it's like cutting out the molds and it just it's happening right in front of you they're doing it right there huh. and they're just making what? molds i've never seen any other wow factory, factory uh, yeah. do that yeah super cool
4: yeah i think the jay what jay was meaning though on that is the design piece is 3d so when they mm-hmm. actually do the graphical design of that it's done on this graphical 3d modeler and then that's what's translated over to the machine
0: to the
1: cutter that no it, he's yeah, right though it, yeah it was like me saying quesada uh <laughs> it's it, the the way that they have a lot of similarities with their barrel aging to la la aurora um but i like uh Dojo said they, they have these individual rooms and for most people there you roll one cigar. So if you do Opus Sharks or if you do I the shark or if you do a nail sharks, those are different people. You have one person that one person makes the Petite Lancero Opus, one person makes the cajones. So they, they do that so that you become an expert. And also it's a little hard for you to move to another factory if you only know how to make one cigar.
2: Right. Yeah, one interesting. They're very thing- particular. Uh, Jay, I thought was interesting was they have 17 aging rooms in that factory and they're all at specific temperatures and humidities. And Carlito told me that the Opus X, he says, if you really want to store your Opus X correctly, you should store it at a lower RH, like uh 62 ish, yep. like yep. the, um, that particular uh, blend with that particular tobacco is much better at a lower uh, humidity, which I did not know uh, going into that. It's a little tidbit uh, that I got from him. But, yeah, I mean... If
0: you have I, an Opus X humidor, it's just, it's just yeah. Opus X. just yeah, a, As I do, of course. Right. Um, <clears throat> keep that,
1: that RH,
2: yeah. Now, yeah. boys... Yeah. The, that, the,
1: go the shocking ahead. thing about that factory is... That's factory number one. They have four other factories yeah. that uh, where they roll cigars. They make their own cellophane. And then there's the box factories. Box is factory number six. And they, they never show or very, very rarely show those other factories. So they have a lot going on.
2: Yeah, it's, uh, it's an incredible operation. Uh, that night, uh, guys, on Thursday night was the White Party. Um, yep. Jay, if you had to explain the White Party, how would you explain it? <laughs>
1: Uh, everybody wears white, and it is it's in the it's inside the monument, and they're they're blasting music. They're doing dancing, um, you know. One thing that pro cigar definitely features that a lot of cigar events don't do is they encourage you to dress up. The ladies love to do that. You know, yep. one night is colorful Dominican, this night was white, and the last night is all formal. So there's opportunities to dress up, look your best. Uh, there's lots of dancing, lots of loud music. And a lot music. of exploration of Dominican culture. We even saw uh, a marriage proposal, which was pretty cool.
2: Yeah,
0: that's in this video. If we get, if we get there,
2: yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Tony Gomez proposed to his.
0: This guy was.
4: Uh, this band was awesome that night. By they, the way, they, they had last year. Yeah, they, they were, were there last year too.
1: Oh. Ooh, yeah, no doubt. And, and, and each night there's a Go. receiving line too. You walk in, and the heads of pretty much I all love the guys are they. there. You know, like Fuente, it was zero. But like even the last night, Regis was there. The head of Altidus was there. So you are guy? meeting the the, yeah. the the Chiefs. I got, I
4: got to see Mikey again because uh, uh, he was there at the proposal. white party. Here we
2: go. On oh, she. He says yes. I think yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Such an yeah. attention. Look uh, at family. that. Look at yeah. that.
2: Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. It. it,
4: it um, and then I want to make a comment. I believe that Eric and I were both wearing regulation white pants, despite mm. what the hustler regulation. guys are saying.
0: No, okay. No, so I didn't they see were cute, but my dad's shades. were so cream. Like, you got, like, especially but it was, at the all, t- it, was
2: a, it for me it was an off white party. It was an off white party. It was
0: off white. <laughs> mine
4: was, it, mine was slightly gray. And, and the hustler guys are the last guys who should be talking about fashion, is all I'm going to say. So,
5: <laughs>
1: hey. 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 By, the, by the way, the, I have to give props to Charlie Bonato. He rocked a white hoodie and it was awesome. <laughs> He, he, he did that every year. He does that every year, yeah. Charlie now when you uh, but
5: yeah,
2: the, when, when you, you come into the white short. party, I'll oh, just real quick, sorry, Jay, as you're talking, I'll show uh the box that they give you at the white party. This was look the best at, one, yeah. Look at this beautiful oh, yeah. box. Um and inside now I did smoke a couple of these. But so this is what you get at the uh at the white party. You got this there's the Solis right there. You got the Quesada fiftieth. Go ahead, Jay. Um, and then uh, I got this beautiful Fuente down oh. here.
1: Ooh. Yeah, um, that Lancero from La Aurora. Um, mm-hmm. Yep. I can't remember all the cigars that are in there. There was that the uh, Cameroon cigar, the Jade from La Galera, is in there. And the box also, it's it's not a picture. It's 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 raised up. Like a picture book yeah. that you have with kids, so you can feel it all. It was real, and they always always tell you who designed the box. That's a big deal. Yeah, uh, they, Dominican the artists all do these nights. boxes.
4: Hmm. Yeah, it's all Dominican artists who do it. Yeah, local Dominican artists do these boxes. Very cool.
2: Yeah, it was amazing. The food was great. Um, drinks were flowing. Um, it was a. T- I don't. These you know, those
0: are all cigar bands cut out on the. Yeah, on the box?
2: these are cigar bands. Yeah. What's well, a design that's made to look like cigar bands? Um, yeah but uh, it was super cool by
4: far by far and this is my fourth white party this was the best white party uh, they did a great job at this party um top to bottom they've improved the you know you've heard me joke about the seating and it used to be tough for international guests to get seating and that was one thing we we said we gave feedback on and they fi- they have fixed that um, a lot better now to get seating so um
1: it's still a challenge.
4: The manu- uh, the manu- the one thing I don't like about the white party and the, and the formal's are the manufacturers have tables to themselves, so you don't. It's it's a little tougher sometimes to get interact with the manufacturers at these events. And I get it; they have to take their whole, they're taking their whole teams there. And it's a lot of times where this is one of the few times they can get together. That's a whole team, so I I, I understand it. But that's the one thing I don't <laughs> like about the white party. Is I I prefer like how it was at the Altid is where everyone was intermingling that night.
1: Yeah. And I think the reason they do that is that um, you have a lot of international distributors. So you have your distributor from Vietnam or your distributor from Hong Kong yeah. and your distributor from uh, Kuwait. You have people coming in from all over the world that they don't necessarily see at, at Dortmund or that they don't necessarily see at PCA. So they want to make sure those people have a seat. Um, but, you know, you just have to look around for the tables that, They'll have some other weird label like Tobacco One, Tobacco Two. We can finally figure out where you're supposed to sit. Um, But the chocolate bar made it all worth it. They had these phenomenal chocolates that were just out of the world. Mm. Uh, Dominican chocolate. They they had like they had like truffles, and they had you know like have you ever seen those places where they have the chocolate balls and they're painted? And it was just totally top notch. Yeah, they did it, and I mean it was all cocoa free.
2: They don't, uh, they, they leave no stone unturned. I mean, it is uh 100, it's not, it's okay. I'm sort of more of a, you know, bourbon and beer hanging out with the fellas kind of guy. Um, So it isn't exactly kind of my thing, but I, I loved going to it and experiencing it mm-hmm. because it was done so incredibly well. Like uh, it, it is, it Sometimes
0: is. Ex- you just got to sit some- back and just soak it in. Right.
2: You know, you got to see what they got. to soak it in. And 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 the next time I go, which I plan to go again in the future. You know, wear white pants. I will, you know, have a be- No, I looked great. No. Like, I, 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 I certified
4: I, I, I those as acceptable. I
2: did go cream top. No. Uh, yes. Yeah. had white. Top. They were acceptable. You no, were acceptable. I was cream <laughs> all the way down, baby. So, Turtles yeah. all the way so- down.
4: So I got grief from the Hustler guys last year at poor white party because I had black pants. There was a legitimate reason why I had to wear back black pants. Is I'll just say that. Ooh, it would have been he he, I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I was I was uh coming down I was coming down with some of the runs down
2: here. So. Oh so, yeah, okay. There <laughs> we go. So, but I had
4: white ones I had white ones despite what the hustler guys said. And I think Eric satisfied it. I was I think you passed it, so
2: uh, thank you, Coop. I, I, I know I have a friend <laughs> in Coop. I know I have a friend <laughs> in Coop. All right, on Friday, uh, there is a uh, a members' field day. Uh, I did not attend that event because you get get certain uh, tickets, and I didn't get that ticket. Uh, Jay, (laughs) Jay, did you go to the field day?
1: I did, and that was awesome.
2: Okay, talk about that a little bit.
1: So, you go to one of La Aurora's growing fields, and they have a large concrete pavilion, and then it's got a top on it, and they had. smash burger they had all kinds of dominican type foods they had some putt putt they did bingo they had um, cornhole they also did
2: um, oh, dominoes
1: uh-huh. and they and you got you got playing cards so you, you got to go get one cigar from four different companies unless you got a joker then you got them all and it, the music was not too loud it was a great breeze and they had all the cocktails you would want Uh, They had everything going on. And then they even had a tour where you could go out and look at the fields and look at some curing barns. It was a nice break from the go, go, go that you had the whole time. And then uh, gave you plenty of time to get back to the hotel and get ready for the final night. It was a lot of fun.
4: Yeah, they do that because what happened is they used to do tours on the third day, that, that Friday. And the white party goes so late that people were not answering the bell for the tours. So they, they decided to do something like this where it starts a little later in the day. Later in the morning, I should say. And it's another chance to inter- – this is a very good opportunity to interact with, with the with the people in Pro Cigar. I think this is one of the best opportunities you'll get. And it's set up kind of like a great smoke in a lot of ways. It's, everyone has a little booth there and they man a table. And, uh, you know, I I didn't go this year because I missed the bus. Um, But I went last year. The other thing I just want to point out, Jay covered this piece for Cigar Coop, right? Um, Jay pointed out they had these Dominican chocolates called Cacao. That's the chocolate that Omar the Free has paired. He did that chocolate pairing project. It's the same company that does those chocolates. So they're amazing chocolates is what I'm just going to tell you. They're heads down some of the best I've had.
2: And then boys, uh Friday night is the big grand finale uh gala, gala, how do you say it? Gala, gala? Uh,
4: I said the gala, gala. dinner.
2: Yeah. I say I said gala. 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 And Jay? And, and Jay help us out here. Is it a gala? Is it gala? What is it?
1: It's a gala. Uh uh-huh. this year this year I was, was never had a problem. <laughs> they, they didn't That's in me. the in the yeah. past they've had these freshly baked churros with uh ice cream in them and they don't do that anymore that was a shame but everybody dresses uh, in their their best and it's a uh, much more of a formal dinner and then you have an auction that raises money for charity where michael herklotz is michael herklotz it's just incredible
4: It it is it is i'm telling you, auctioneer michael herklotz is the best in the cigar business and he's probably one of the greatest auctioneers he could probably do anything with this it is <laughs> The first couple years I didn't go to this because I was like going back to Great Smoke, and then the last couple years I've gone to this. And I'm telling you, Michael Herklotz is worth the price of admission for this alone. He is a master auctioneer, this guy.
2: Yeah, no doubt. And when you walk in, you get this. Jordan, go to the uh, uh, cigar box cam. This is the uh, the box. Look at it's beautiful. I don't I don't even know if this does it justice, but. Um, you get this box. Uh, it's two levels. I'll try to show this best I can. Uh, there's an eye of the shark there. Or yeah, um, you got the Davidoff off there. We'll spin uh, it
0: around again. It's backwards. Okay,
2: I'm sorry. And yeah, there's an, they, there's an, there's another level which I let
0: me see. another right. level. Uh, yeah, that, a little to tricky out. to open that other level. Yeah,
2: yeah. no. Oh jeez. Oh, I just ripped it. I just I just ripped it. I I, I did the
4: same. Oh no, come on. I, I, I did off. I did it too, don't feel bad. <laughs> I said
0: it's
2: old. And there, so then you got a few more hiding underneath there. Do so, we
0: do we want to see um Herklot's doing a little bit of the auctioneering? Yes. I've got uh, some of that bit.
2: Uh he raised five hundred and thirty, thirty six thousand
5: thirty five hundred and forty thousand. Thirty-five in the back, it's forty to you. I have thirty-five in the back, I need forty to you. 35 in the back, I need 40. 35,000 in the back, who will give me 40,000? It's one day, it's one day, X, I need 40,000. I have 35,000, 40,000, give me 45. 40,000, give me 45. 40,000, I need 45. 40,000 on this side, I need 45,000. 40,000, was my 45? Do I have 45? I have 40,000 with Hostos. Who will give me 45,000? 40,000, who will give me 45,000? One day one day open sex. Forty thousand is the bid, I mean forty-five thousand.
0: Forty thousand once.
5: Look at him go.
2: Forty thousand. Twice. This thing 45. eventually went for like seventy thousand dollars. Like you. Forty five thousand dollars. I don't Seventy thousand,
5: unless you go seventy. Seventy thousand once. Seventy thousand. Twice. Last and final, 2020 Opus X, $70,000. Congratulations. Thank you. $70,000.
4: What was the
0: deal with this box? What were they getting? We should
4: point out that Fred Rui uh, and Christian Hudson, they are are spotters in the audience. So they volunteer every year to kind of, and they help out seeing where people are bidding. And they kind of feed that information back to Michael. Oh, really? Yeah, um, and it's a hard job, I'll just tell you that, to do that. (laughs) Yeah, I bet. Coop,
2: explain that that box that he auctioned off for $70,000.
4: It was a Opus X Heaven and Earth humidor. So all these humidors, what what each of the members of ProScar do is they donate a humidor. And most of the time, it's a a one-of-a-kind. Sometimes it's not, right? Sometimes they have a couple of them. And the idea is most of the, most of the members of the of Guard will put their best foot forward. They'll do some custom design. This was a, a highly sought-after one. Um, I mean, when you look at the quality of this, we got to look at all the stuff. When, we, when you come into the venue, they have them, like, in a museum row, which is, really, which is the first time they've done that. Uh, they used to have it on a table. And, uh, like I said, these are just some really high-end humidors. And then they have these, like, bundles that they auction off in between. So there was a, um, a bundle of Opus X... Scorpions from 2005. I want to say it went for twelve thousand dollars. This ten pack bundle, twelve thousand dollars. Goodness, it went for fifteen. Yeah, I mean when this was hitting nine thousand, I'm like wow. Uh, So they, you know, those little things that are in there as well. Which, like I said, it's just some of the artwork on some of these uh, humidors is amazing. Uh, I know Dayless Rays had their uh, Mother of Dragons humidor, which was really beautiful carrillo did a spectacular humidor macanudo did a poker table humidor so it's a poker table designed to be a humidor uh but the fuente one still was the one that went for the most money and i think it's because of what was in there too
1: is probably why because
4: the humidor is really really nice don't get me wrong but but what what there was a lot of opus x in there
1: a hundred forbiddens um the in my opinion the best humidor was the davidoff one because oh, yeah, it was that, made out of one piece of limestone, which was just phenomenal. That went for like yeah. forty thousand. Sick.
4: Forty forty thousand, yeah. And it was absolutely beautiful, um, with that. So um this was this they broke the record. Michael's goal every year is to break the record. This was the first time they hit the half million mark. So um yeah. five hundred and thirty
2: seven thousand
4: dollars raised yeah. for charity.
2: Yep. It was amazing, yep. right?
4: Yep. Yeah, it was, and like I said it's a, it's a lot of money that's <laughs> raised for these charities, and there's different charities that this goes to, a, as well. So, um, re, and then they have just a, also you could just do like general donations as well, and and they were taking bids on that as well. I forget what they were calling that, but there was some name they had for that, but they they were doing that. Um, it was it was it was great. I mean, the auction is just something you have to see.
1: All right, yeah. Jay, as did we wrap. Panel auction, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, they did a panel auction for uh, one of these cigar workers. They do that each year now who was living in incredible poverty. and the, So in a panel auction, they asked who wanted to give 5000 and then it went down to 2500 a 1000 And they raised over $50,000 to build this woman a house for
5: yeah.
1: her and her, her two daughters and her mother.
5: And,
1: yeah. uh, the woman was uh, not exactly living in a, a great situation. That was interesting.
4: Cool.
2: Yeah. yeah, it was it was it was touching.
4: Yeah, I, Eric, I don't know if you're going to talk about a couple of other things that happened that night or not, but a couple what? other ones.
2: that you Ooh. that you got to meet the president?
4: <laughs> well, that was one thing. Okay. I also got really good access to the president to take photos. He was there the whole time we were there. So, it wasn't like he just popped in and popped out. He was there the whole time. Hmm. And I think everyone may have heard the story already, but we were leave- I left with Michael. We had to leave to get a flight. And as we're leaving, everyone's stopping Michael to get a, um, a photo, thanking him, shaking his hand. As we get to the door, there's this gentleman in a suit, and he, go- he congratulates Michael for a great job. And Michael's in a rush, and he goes, thanks, bro. And he gives him like that bro pat on the back and goes on. <laughs> It turned out that that was the president, and Michael had no clue it was the president until we got Thanks, to the car, and I just couldn't stop laughing, and he's like, what is so funny? And he said, you know who that guy was when we left? And he's like, oh, shit, was that the president? I'm like, yeah. He goes, you rode, you rode the president. I mean, I couldn't get it on film. I mean, I mean, it's one thing for me to shake the, head of the president's hand. Michael gave him the bro and the bro hug.
0: <laughs> a little slap on the butt, you know. yeah. Yeah. Why not slap ass? <laughs> yeah. The, the, the other thing is Carlito was
4: there that night, and he normally doesn't yeah. make that night. Um, and he was there that night, and it was, I know he was very impressed with it because he hadn't been there in a long time. So, uh, I mean, he's very supportive of the organization, but he is a tough guy to get time with a lot of times. But he went, um, and they presented him with a special award uh, for getting Cigar of the Year from Cigar Aficionado. And then uh, he presented the president with a box of Opus X.
2: So, Jay, what would you say is the uh, most memorable moment for you personally on uh, Pro Cigar 2024?
1: I think it was when we went to the school, uh, seeing people that had never been there before. I mean, it, the Dominican is is not a rich country. It's definitely uh, the standard of living is improved, but ninety percent of the people who live in the Dominican have never seen the ocean, which is just shocking. Yeah, and then when you go to a a poor area, and a lot of our tour guides they they're professional, young professionals, and they went to private schools or they went to very good public schools, and to see these kids that. You know, I mean, think of the worst neighborhoods in Baltimore, or L.A., or whatever, I mean, worse than that. And to see these kids speaking French and English and Spanish, to see them performing karate, to see them doing carnival songs. And, you know, this is – a lot of those kids, the only time they eat during the day is they eat breakfast and lunch there and to see how their lives are changed. And for me, uh, I've been going for a number of years, and to see, like, Ampara, who used to be a student there – who has now gone to school and, and become a teacher, and she's come back and she's teaching at the computer lab to see Emilio, who used to be a student there who had a life threatening brain cancer, and he's there teaching music to the kids. And so that's exciting. As you go over the years, you get to see these kids grow up, and that is just awesome to see that some of them are giving back. And there are people in the Opus X factory, in the factory that handle things like the Opus X labels, who, um, went to the school but that, to me that's just life-changing that you see these kids grow up year after year and then there's a new set of kids that to me is the most satisfied
2: mm-hmm. well absolutely uh Coop, what about you what was your most memorable moment
1: well it had to be the
4: president obviously uh shaking the president's hand i just never would have expected yes. that i would walk in and get a chance to shake the president's hand that aside and i have done the school with jay and i agree with him that in the past that was great i think at The uh, Casa Carrillo, uh, I did get to have lunch with Ernesto. Like, I sat with him at lunch and we spent about an hour talking, which was probably the most one on one time I've had with Ernesto outside of podcast. And uh, he is just, and he was picking my brain on a lot of things, you know, what I'm seeing in the industry and stuff. And he, uh, he just couldn't, uh, it was just like I said, that was, I didn't expect to have that moment, that that Mm. amount of quality time with him. So that was another good for me.
2: Uh, Coop, if I asked you, um, if somebody came up to you on the street, a cigar fan, you're at the at the lounge or whatever, and they said, should I go to Pro Cigar? What type of person wants to go to Pro Cigar? Should people attend? Is it something that is, um, you know, how would you answer that question if I asked you that?
4: Um, I absolutely you should attend, but it's a combination of education in the day and partying at night So if you want that and you want to really see the manufacturing side of the business in the Dominican Republic, if that really interests you, then um, go ahead and do that. Yes, you're going to get cigars and the cigars are going to be really good. But I think it's the other things on top of that where if you have the resources to spend the money to go and it's not cheap, uh, it will make a great, great memory. I just don't think you'll be disappointed. Uh, Maybe not everything will go 100% the way you want it sometimes, and but like I said, there's a, this staff really cares. Uh, I, I can't say enough about the Pro Cigar team I've interacted with over the years, and, and they were great. And I would encourage folks to go to the La Romana piece as well because it is – you're going to see a whole other – not only will you see the uh, Tobacco de Garcia, but you'll see that other end of the island, and you'll get to do some things maybe you haven't done, and you're at a really five-star resort as well to do that.
2: What do you think, Jay? Uh, If somebody asks you, should I go to Pro Cigar next year? How would you answer that question?
1: I I think Pro Cigar is something that that a cigar smoker should do at least once in their life. It's very expensive. Um, But to be in a a country and to see the cigar-making process from the seed to the cigar and all the intermediate factors, the cellophane makers, the box makers, and the celebration of cigars – I mean, so often we're pariahs uh, and the issue there is not that it's a complete celebration of the cigar culture and the country it comes from. And the Dominican Republic just does an amazing job. And there's so many other things to do. You know, we went to a great Japanese restaurant. We went to Saga, we went to other places. Um, I would definitely say it's a bucket list thing to do. Mm -hmm. Um, I wouldn't say you want to do it every year because it can be very expensive. Um, but to yeah. just immerse yourself, and I've been to Cuba, and I've been to Nicaragua, and I've been to Honduras, and there's and I've been to trade shows, and I've been to pretty much every festival out there. Those are great, but to be completely immersed in a culture that is pro or for cigars, it is, it's breathtaking, and you get every piece of Dominican culture. You know, like in Honduras, the culture is not really about cigars. You're starting to see that in Nicaragua and in Cuba, but that culture in um like our tour guide she was a, she's a 30 year old woman and she's a cigar smoker and she was so excited to meet these people and and you yep. get to see everybody i mean like coop said it's not just Carlito fuente you know it's eric newman it's Ernesto Carrillo it's it's jose blanco you know it, it's hochi blanco it's all these different people you know from the the big luminaries of the industry to the little guy that makes hinges for the boxes you get to see yeah. all of it, and they're excited to have you there. So it is definitely a bucket list thing. I, I wouldn't say that you'd want to go every year unless you're independently wealthy. And I noticed there's been some comments like, oh, my God, it's really expensive. It is really expensive. Yeah. But I would say it's something that you'd want to do once. And if you really like it, then you can go back to the Dominican, and you can probably talk to someone and arrange tours and, and do it less expensive. But the whole immersive culture, one thing we didn't even talk about because I didn't do it this year, but – they go, they dance till one o'clock in the morning. Then there are after our parties where you go to Dominican bars. And I did that one year and you don't get anything do when you do that. <laughs> and it's, it's just amazing that you go from one bar, you just bar hop in the Dominican and you're, you're with like the Michael Jordans of, of the Dominican Republic. People are so happy to see them. I mean, to give you an idea, one year Carlito Fuente flew in Sammy Sosa to meet these people in the Dominican. And all the kids are in up to see Carlito. They'd rather see the cigar maker than in in, in, baseball is God in the Dominican Republic. So it's just, it's hard to describe. Definitely. It's a bucket list thing, but I would not recommend that you do it every year. Yeah, I I agree.
2: Yeah, I I agree with you on that. It's especially for guys like uh, me that don't are not independently wealthy, but it is certainly something that like you said it best, Jay, it's a, it's a bucket list type of a deal. Um, I recommend it. What I think the the thing for me is, it really did give me a good appreciation for how much they love tobacco in the Dominican Republic. And I don't think in any other country. Even though, like right now, obviously Nicaragua is sort of the uh, epicenter of the cigar culture, as far as you know, the cigars that are coming out of Nicaragua. But I've never seen a country be so excited about their uh, about their tobacco as the DR they they love it and one thing that I don't think we even really touched upon too much is and Coop maybe you can comment on this is the manufacturers in the DR they're able to really work together to help each other there's so much communication and coordination between the 12 you know manufacturers they're all helping each other uh, during this time which is, is kind of unheard of
4: yeah, um, it's very. They're very. They're It's a very tight organization. They're very united, this organization. We hear fracturing in the uh, industry. And I don't want to say Nicaragua is fractured. I don't think they do some of that at Nicaragua too. But this is a very strong organization. And, you know, last year, I could tell you when TPE co- conflicted with this, they, they were not happy about it. Uh, they, cause they, they have this festival every year the same week. And they were, they were, they were definitely not happy about it. Uh, I got a, a lot of people were asking me my thoughts on it, and I, every time they asked me, it was they were just not happy that that conflicted. I'm glad it didn't happen again this year. So you're right. And then you know the other thing is you know like when, when you know when there's a fire or something, these manufacturers all help each other out. And I think even if someone's not a pro cigar member, they'll help out people, which is really uh, good as well. Because there's other factories that aren't pro cigar members for various reasons. You know, maybe they're trying to do it, or they're newer factories, and they seem very supportive of of all those guys too. So, it um, it is a beautiful thing to see an organization like that. And then the last thing you know, again back with the president, he is very much. I didn't see him smoke at all the night we at the at the at the gala, but he is very much believes that this this cigar industry is so important to the, it's a part of the fabric of Dominican culture, and he's been on the record of saying that he's up for reelection this year. And I I hope he wins because you know, he is, it is great to see the leader of the country recognize the importance of this event and this organization.
0: Right.
2: Uh, Jay, uh, as we wrap up the show, you are a PCA premium cigar association trade. Uh, uh, The the trade show is coming up in geez, three weeks from right now. Uh, You are on the board. uh, Jay, what do we have in store for the PCA this year? Uh, what can you tell us about the upcoming big trade show in Las Vegas in just a couple weeks?
1: Well, we're doing some different things this year. We're going to be at – we have four host hotels, the main of which is Resorts World, so we we'll have a lot more places to smoke. Um, there's going to be a spirits pavilion so people can indulge some of their favorite uh, spirits, and that will be fun. There's going to be like a little miniature golf thing. Um they, they've done a better job, I think, doing the PCA after dark, so some of the after hour type events will be a little bit better organized. And I think it's just really great to see the direction that the PCA is going in and also to see that, you know, the trade show is just one day or one week of the year of all the other things that we do to, you know, make it sure that we can smoke cigars. And we do have an impact. I mean, we filed a letter in New Zealand um, opposing the generational tobacco ban and you know, obviously, we're not the only reason why that's not going to happen in, anymore, but the PCA does a lot. It's, it's a lot of fun. Plus, there sounds like there's going to be a lot of really cool cigars coming out, and that's always fun to try those. But uh, I think the Spirits Pavilion is going to be a, a big hit with people. And there's going to be you know, an awards dinner on Sunday night, recognizing some of the best retailers in the industry. And I think that that's an event that right now it's not perfect, but I think it's going to be great. But I think it's going to grow over the years where I think it will become a great way to cap off the, the trade show each year to recognize excellence in um, the retailer ranks and also uh, some of the other people in the industry. So it's going to be a, a very, very busy time, and thank God it won't be 120 degrees. It's going <laughs> to probably be low 50s <laughs> at night, which will be nice.
4: Take, t- take a winter jacket. <laughs>
1: uh, Coop, uh,
2: what do you get coming up? I know you, you're, you're, you're prepping for the trade show. Uh, I know you gotta, you got the team ready to rock and roll. Uh, what can we expect to see from the coop uh, compound coop at uh, PCA?
3: Um,
4: yeah, so we're taking we're gonna have a, a larger crew this year. Uh, we're actually gonna have six folks uh, on, there, and we have you know we added Trip, uh, who is gonna be covered. You know he's he's our pairings guy, but he's gonna be covering the spirits pavilion. But you know we're there's things that we we were talking about this on the show last night a bit. Like there's things that we haven't done better. With our coverage, like I think you guys did a really, you've done a really good job at capturing the vibe of the show and especially the vibe of this event. If you saw tonight Eric's videos, we're we're not as strong in that area, and I think having a few people will help. I don't know if we'll be at the level you guys are at with that, but we're going to have that, and then we have our very traditional product-centric coverage as well, uh, which which we do every year. Our goal is to hit about fifty booths this year. We have uh, we have one less half day. They gave us a little time back, but I still think it's going to be a little hard to get to everybody this year. So uh, we're going to do our best on that, but we're excited. I think you're going to see a lot of products announced the next couple of weeks. So it's been a yeah. little slow, but, but I think with Pro Cigar and, you know, being over, now you're going to see a lot of companies making their announcements. And I think there'll be more products than people think at this trade show. They may not come out till the end of the year, but there'll be, there'll be products.
2: All right, there we go, ladies and gentlemen. And I hope you guys have a uh, better understanding of Pro Cigar. I know for a fact um, I was a little intimidated going down there. Uh, I want to thank Fred Rui for kind of like, you know, kind of easing me into the whole Pro Cigar thing. Uh, kind of showed me around, which is great. And um, yep, hopefully I can take Jordan down there uh, oh. in in the coming years because it's it is an amazing event. If you if you have the ability to go, you absolutely should. It, it's it, they take it to a an entirely different level. I think you could see just by the the cigar packages that they hand out at the at at the events. Just that alone, the value is incredible. So it is it is a, it is a blast, and um, I can't wait to go again. Uh, I think next time i will have a better feel for it. I could I'll, I'll I'll be ready. Yeah, you know I'll be ready to go. <laughs> well, it, it was the yeah. same
4: with me. Yeah, it takes that second one. You'll have the you'll have the lay of the land a lot better now. And, yeah. and they they stick to a formula, and it tends to work. They tweak a few things, but the formula works that they have the the logistics and everything. So,
2: all right, folks, on Wednesday, Flavor Odyssey, we will be smoking my father's cigars, Jordan. That's right. And we'll be finding the best drink pairings that go with my father's cigars. Robbie and Randy will be on the show Wednesday night. That'll be fun, so make sure to find a My Father that you want to smoke and some sort of cool drink pairing. We'll be featuring that brand all night long. You can pick any My Father cigar that you want and any drink that you want, and who knows, maybe you'll be the audience pairing winner, Jordan. Yeah. Right. We had
0: a, a tie last week. Uh, but, yeah. Uh,
2: we we had last that that, that was we did J C Newman. J C Newman. And we had a hard time picking the winner because there was so, so many good ones. There was a lot of really really good pairings. So we'll have some fun on Wednesday night. Yeah. We'll be back next week on Smoke Night Live. I can't announce the show yet. Still working on it. But I'll let you know as the week uh, progresses. And as far as tonight goes, it's Friday night Herf It's the first Friday night Herf of March, you guys. Can you believe it? We're 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 entering the springtime weather. This is going mean, to be absolutely amazing. I'm so psyched. I've got uh, Daylight Savings coming up. That's going to be fun. Uh, get a little more light and uh, we'll be smoking and having fun. But tonight, do some Now Playing on the Dojoverse. Get your Dojoverse app out. Check into your favorite scars. Share what you're drinking. Share what you're smoking. Share what you're listening to. We're going to be partying all night long tonight on thedojoverse.com. Until next week, remember, everybody, never never smoke smoke alone. alone. We'll see you next week.